I think it's okay to reschedule, but I think it was just kind of odd the way, the reason that he had to reschedule. Yeah. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Yan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way. And I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to Hello 20s. Today we are doing a Friday Friends, which is just a catch up with one of my close friends that I have. (laughs) Um, These episodes are a lot more casual. It's just to give other people a glimpse into other 20 year old's life and so today I am joined with Nancy. Nancy and I have been friends since sixth grade. I've known her since she was what? How old is sixth grade Nancy? 12. 12 yeah. Anyways um welcome Nancy. Thanks for having me on. Um, I remember when you started your podcast you asked me like should I start a podcast? I was like yes go for it. And now we're here. So today we're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to talk about her post-grad experience, um, finding a job in the med field, her experience studying and taking the MCAT, and then we're going to touch on her most recent date. Are you ready, Nancy? Yeah, go for it. (laughs) All right, so you just graduated in May last year, so we both graduated at the same time. What did you graduate with? Like, what was your degree? So I majored in cognitive science with a concentration in computer science. And the computer science was kind of just like a backup in case I didn't get into med school. I had to have a job. (laughs) So how has your post-grad life have been? It's been pretty stress-free. I was applying for a job back in like the spring and it was a struggle, as Yon knows. Yeah. We were both looking for jobs together. Yeah. And she was stressed, I was stressed, and then together we were both so stressed. Yeah. And I went on Craigslist, which I know sounds bizarre, but in if you're in the healthcare fields, I would recommend going on Craigslist <laughs> because a lot of doctors post on there and they're legit job. But my first job was at an OBGYN office. What were you expecting out of that? I thought I was gonna get a lot of clinical skills as a medical assistant. But I ended up just working in the front desk and answering phone calls. And I didn't really realize till like four months in. Um, that was like after taking my MCAT, I was kind of working part time. And so I kind of didn't really realize that that's not yeah. like you're not getting anything out of it. Exactly. And so what made you decide to like find a new job? Because I know at that time you're like, should I quit? Or like, will I find anything better? Yeah, I think. You know when it's time to quit when you're already actively looking at other opportunities? So I was kind of already doing that, and I found one, and I kind of interviewed. (laughs) While you were still working. Yeah, (laughs) you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So um, I thought the interview went well, and I ended up getting that job, so I told them my two weeks notice. And I think Jan has touched up upon this in her previous podcast about, you know, if you have that gut feeling, you feel like, it's not the job for you, then don't be afraid to move on. Yeah. So what do you do now? So now I'm a medical assistant at a dermatology office. And I kind of knew that this was just a temporary job because I was applying to schools. And so now I do scribing. I bring patients back. I, um, I'm i in the room when the physician or PA is doing the exams and I write up the treatment plan and 
handle prescriptions. So you're doing a lot more of the medical stuff that you were expecting you would do like when you got one of these jobs compared to your OBGYN office where you were doing more like a front desk stuff where it's like answering phone calls and making appointments, right? Exactly. All right. So you touched on um, how you were working part-time and also doing or studying for the MCAT. And I want to like backtrack it a little to give like people an idea of like where your story started. So I remember going into college, you like you wanted to go to med school. That was like set. And then in the midst of like college, you were trying to just yeah, I don't know, def- like, yeah. discover yourself, and med school wasn't an option that you had in mind anymore. So yeah. do you want to just, like, talk about your journey from, like, deciding to go to med school or determined to go to med school, then kind of being confused, and now, like, where yeah. you are now? I think, you know, when you go into college, you kind of have this idea of, like, what you want to do, and a lot of people want to be pre-med. So that was, I was kind of one of those people. Yeah. But then I took one bio class, and I was like, not doing so hot in that. <laughs> Freshman year. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I can't even do that, then there's no way I could be a doctor. Yeah. I was just really naive at the time, you know, we were like 18. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, college is the time to kind of explore other options. And that's what I did. So I looked into business. I looked into computer science. Um, But then like my junior year, I realized, okay, I actually do want to pursue medicine. Um, But (laughs) you had a counselor. Yeah, I had a faculty advisor that you have to meet up with them to sign up for classes for the following semester. It's just a requirement. And he told me that I wasn't going to get into medical school based Mm -hmm. off my grades. And so you felt? I felt really discouraged. And so when he told you that, were you more determined to go to med school, like study for med school and go towards that path? Or were you like, okay, questioning yourself even more? I was just shocked that he even said that, but it did kind of push me to be like, okay, well, I'm going to prove you wrong mm-hmm. mentality. And so when did you start studying for your MCAT? I started the fall of my senior year. Okay. But it was really kind of like on and off because I was just studying for my other classes as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to balance. So do you want to just like tell those who like for me, like people like me who haven't even looked at what the MCAT, like, the subjects are in the MCAT, can you, like, tell us what it is and, like, the subjects in it and just, like, the whole process? Yeah, so there's four subjects, biochemistry, psych, and critical reading, and it's a seven-hour exam, and it basically kind of determines if you can go to medical school Mm -hmm. because you kind of have to reach a certain score to even be able to go or Mm -hmm. apply. What's the score? 500 is the average. So if you get less than that, you kind of have to retake it, in okay. my opinion. Okay. And so how was it, like, studying for the MCAT when you didn't, when bio was the only, like, class you took in college? Well, I took the other classes. Which one? Like, all of Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So what was it like? I felt like the stuff that I learned in class... Did it help you? It, it didn't really, because it was kind of... It didn't really help because the test is kind of focused on other things and that the class sometimes kind of goes more into detail or they're too broad. And so there's a specific things that you need to study for. And so I kind of had to restart from square one mm-hmm. in terms of studying. So do you think like it's never too late to consider med school and yeah. the MCAT? It's never too late to do anything. <laughs> 
You went into your first interview, I think, fall of last year. So the first year out of college. Yeah. First fall out of college, you went into your first um, med school interview. How was that? It was exciting and nerve-wracking because I wasn't expecting to really get an interview. You got an interview really quick after you finished your MCAT. Yeah, actually, I wasn't expecting for that to happen. Yeah. Um, I did apply to a lot of schools, so I was expecting at least some interviews, but not, like, that quick. Yeah, I remember it was, like, a month after you, like, got your score, you got an interview. Yeah. Yeah. How many um, schools did you apply to? About 20, which I think was overkill. (laughs) (laughs) But you wanted to be safe. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think, how, like, what would you recommend the number? I would say be more confident about your stats and your background because I, there were schools that I really didn't need to apply to because there were schools that I wasn't really interested in, but I kind of just applied to as a safety net. Mm -hmm. I feel like you only need a couple schools as a safety I'd say be more confident about your skills and your stats because you really don't need to go and apply to 20 schools <laughs> it's also very expensive exactly so plus the to... travel for interviews exactly if gotten... flights and all that um you know make sure you research the schools more in depth and actually be honest about if you can really see yourself there what was the hardest part of the MCAT for you I think it was just trying to balance it with everything else, especially with school and, like, spending time with friends. I think a lot of people don't really understand, and so you kind of feel guilty about studying because you feel like, oh, if I'm not studying, or you feel like you should be studying, but then you also feel like you should be spending time with other people and doing other things. I agree. Um, But what about, like, subject-wise, which section of the MCAT was hardest? Okay, apparently I can't read. <laughs> what do you mean? Critical reading was the hardest for me. Wait, why? I don't know. It was just hard. Is it? Wait, what was the clinical reading like? Critical reading. Oh, critical reading. It was just like a bunch of long passages and then trying to answer, you know, kind of like the SAT, if you remember. Yeah. Yeah, but more <laughs> Really? Difficult. All the other ones weren't as hard as that one? I think that one was kind of like, you didn't really know what you were going to get. Mm. It's kind of hard to study for that. Mm. Okay, so one last thing I want to touch on in regards to, like, med school and all that is I know you've been traveling a lot to um, these different schools around the country for interviews. So what have you learned through this journey, like, about yourself and just, like, I guess, life from what you've experienced the last few months of just going for these interviews and, you know, doing this all by yourself, basically? I kind of realized how independent I've become, and it was kind of the first time that I kind of traveled by myself, mm-hmm. and kind of really appreciate that, and just having your alone time, mm-hmm. and... What was the worst experience? Um, okay, I've always had good remarks about Airbnb, but there was one that was just awful. <laughs> what happened? Well, he didn't tell me that there were other people that were going to be in the same floor, and that the bathroom was going to be shared, so my toothbrush went missing. <laughs> and I found a toenail clipping in my bed. So I remember you weren't feeling good that day either. Like, exa- physically, you weren't feeling yeah, good. Yeah, I, I felt sick. It was just a bad experience. What state was this one in? In Tennessee. 
<laughs> All right. So you're going to commit to your school. You've been accepted to a few now.、Mm-hmm. And I know you got accepted to your top choice, which I'm so proud of you for.、Yes. So, when are you going to officially commit to、um, a school? In May. Are you excited? I am. It's kind of bittersweet because I really appreciate just having that free time being at home. Yeah. But- But your life is going to change、exactly. so much in、yeah. the next, what, five months? Exactly. So, or after really five months. Yeah. I'm really trying to savor all of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, the next thing we're going to talk about, and it's going to be the last thing we're going to talk about, is I want to talk about your most recent date and that whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's give them a little background into your dating life. Well, I'm pretty new to online dating. <laughs> and, you know, Yan encouraged me to go on it. I think I encouraged you for quite some time.、Yeah. And then it wasn't until this year, or was it this year? Yeah. Because、yeah, you said, what was your mantra? To do something new every day or learn something new every day. Yeah. And be open minded. Yes. I see that you're doing that.、Yeah. So I think it was 2020 when you finally decided to make a profile. And then, Of course, our other friend kind of had one,、mm-hmm. um, but she like used it like, sparingly. Not saying that I'm always on it, like, I don't really、yeah. use it as often like, at all either.、Um, but I just want to talk about like, your most recent date. Well, this was like, around New Year's. So tell us about how that happened. So, did he like you first, or what was it? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, he seems like a nice, goofy guy. And our, we talked for about two weeks. and... I was really excited because the conversation was going well. Yeah, he seemed really, really into it. Like, he even said, like, he even stopped in the middle of the conversation and was like, Can I just say, like, I'm really enjoying this conversation? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But that was like, what, the first, second, third time you guys were talking? Like, yeah. Day into talking? Yeah. But overall, it was like around two weeks of talking. I really wanted to meet up, like, within a week. Yeah, you guys did have a date set up. Yeah, the first one. She rescheduled, which was already kind of like a red flag. <laughs> no, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I think it's okay to reschedule, but I think it was just kind of odd the way, the reason that he had to reschedule.、Yeah. He was just like, I woke up and I'm feeling really good today. I just need to cancel because I want to do my own thing, basically. Yeah, I thought, like, it's totally okay to reschedule. Yeah. And, but the way he did like, it, it was kind of just. There was no explanation. Yeah, it basically he rescheduled because he just felt good that day and he just didn't want to see you, basically. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> But, like, you guys already planned this. Exactly. Like, ahead of time already. And then he was the one who initiated it as、yeah. well. So I was just like, I don't understand. And, like, even if you want to do your own thing, that's fine. You're not going to spend, like, the entire day together. You guys don't have to spend、exactly. the entire day together. He could have just been like, hey, can we, like, Meet up, but I can't stay too long, but I still love to meet up with you. You know what I mean?、Yeah. Like, I i don't know. Anyways, move on. Yeah, so we we met up at Boardroom in DC.、Mm-hmm. And this is when he, oh, also, I just want to say, like, you were not going to text him the first day, not the, the day、yeah. before the first planned date. You were、yeah. just going to show up. And I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, Nancy. So we kind of stopped texting for a bit for like two days. Yeah. Leading up to the first、yeah. planned date. And I said, I was just going to text him, like, okay, we'll see you. Like, 
in 30 minutes? <laughs> no, not that <laughs> last minute, but, you know, just, like, day of or the night of before. Yeah. Um, but you were about to not do that. Yeah. Make sure you confirm. Yeah. Because he it's, was about to not show up. Especially if you guys haven't been texting, like, two, three days leading up to that. Like, there's got to be some confirmation yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah, make sure you do that. Yeah. It's a good thing you did that. And then you guys rescheduled. And then we went to, so we went to boardroom in D.C. How was the whole, okay, wait, wait, I want to, like, talk about, like, when you guys first saw <laughs> each other, because you know what I'm talking about, right? I mean, guys and girls, you know what we're talking about, the first time you see Like, them. when you first see them for the first time in person, because I remember um, in my, like, last day, I went into D.C. as well, and then I was, like, texting him I was like hey I like I think I'm here but I'm not entirely sure because like I'm not too good with maps and then he's like okay I'll like meet you wherever you are so I gave him my location and I saw him like across the street and that was the first like I was like oh my god that's him it's just like weird because like you're seeing them in person for the first time and then I walked up to him and I'm like we hugged and everything did you guys hug we did but it was kind (laughs) of awkward so what was the moment like when you first saw them he did he wasn't a catfish thankfully because <laughs> he was catfish before yeah by a man <laughs> <laughs> but I just had this vibe that it wasn't gonna work yeah I wish I was there like, I, I really wish you I... almost were gonna be there <laughs> you were like I think the first you. yeah the first <laughs> I was like what if I just go but um no I like wish I was there to just like see that whole interaction but What'd you guys do? So we got, it was a boardroom, so we played a board game and then ate and talked. But honestly, his mind seemed like it was somewhere else. Yeah. And I felt like I was kind of just leading the conversation the whole time. Which can be very draining. It is. And how long is the date? Like probably an hour. <laughs> was it the longest hour of your life? <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty long. <laughs> so how did it end? He was basically like, to be honest, I'm not over my ex. <laughs> and you're like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel this is... Because you got to go in with zero expectations. Like, even though the conversation was good over text. Yeah. You don't really know them until you meet them. Yeah. So. It's very hard sometimes, especially because it's, like, so easy to talk to people over text sometimes. But then when you meet them for the first time in person, like, your energy, like, people, certain people just don't match up with, like, certain people's energy, you know? Yeah. I think that's what happened. (laughs) It was a mismatch of energy. (laughs) Okay, but, like, what happened after that? So, two days later, I get a text from one of my sorority sisters and was like, your date just liked me. (laughs) And you told us about it? She told, um, um, me and another friend about that and then what do you, what were you saying oh I was like just watch she's gonna like yawn next <laughs> and I was like no I don't think so because like usually the people that you see I don't see yeah and <laughs> lo and behold I go <laughs> onto my app the next day and he's right there he like liked me at first I was like I saw his name right and it didn't register until I scroll through, like, his profile, and I was like, wait, I know this guy, and I was, I screenshotted to Nancy, I was like, Nancy, he did like me, (laughs) he has a type, (laughs) yeah, what do you think of online dating in general? I think it's, like, a good way to meet new people, but it can get exhausting, 
and you can't take it like too personally. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, go in with no expectations. Yeah. If it works out, then it works out. But if it doesn't, just move on. Yeah. Do you think you'll meet someone again that you'll like online? Or do you think you're going to meet someone in med school? <laughs> Hopefully someone. <laughs> Nancy's just like, I don't care. I just want to meet someone. Yeah. <laughs> but I, just, I, I, I understand. All right. So that is all we're going to be talking about in this catch up. Um, I hope you guys had fun listening in to Nancy's life, getting a glimpse of Nancy's life. <laughs> Also, I'm very excited to see where you commit to, and then how long is med school? Like four years. Four years, and then residencies. Like three. So the next seven years, I'm very excited to see where your life takes you, <laughs> and then who knows? Maybe in seven years you'll come on again, <laughs> but as a doctor. <laughs> All right, that is the end of this episode. We're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you again, Nancy. Thanks, Jan. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening on today's episode on the Hello 20s podcast. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Y-U-A-N-X-Q-I-U. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys on my next episode.